Welcome to Motherload, a podcast for ambitious entrepreneurial mothers who are navigating the good, the bad, the ugly, and the beautiful when it comes to the relationship between their desire to succeed and their devotion to motherhood. I'm your host, Lindsay Roselle, a serial entrepreneur, growth and performance coach, and boy mama of two. Each week, I'll bring you solo episodes, engaging interviews, and candid conversations that expand your capacity to do both things well, help you feel less alone, and hopefully bring a little levity to what can otherwise feel like a very heavy load. I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the show. Today's a little mini episode, and I wanted to have a conversation about prioritization, specifically, namely, prioritizing our own physical well-being. You might hear in my voice that I am still recovering from what has been a very rough go with the flu here in my household over the Thanksgiving holiday. And I did some reflection on why I feel like I went down so hard with this bug, which I know many people are sick this season too, but this one was especially bad. And I I tend to pride myself on being well and really putting myself first in terms of my own well-being, getting enough sleep, all the supplements, all of that kind of stuff. Not only was I surprised to go down as hard as I went down with this bug, but I was kind of mad at myself. And so I did a little thinking and a little (laughs) examining of my life and connecting of dots. And what I came up with is what I want to talk about today. So as you know, I say a lot in the show and in my work, I talk a lot about the order of prioritization for ambitious mothers and how in my experience, when I was at rock bottom in my life and I looked at my life and how I had gotten there, I really had put myself at the bottom of my priority list. It was businesses and keeping them growing and afloat, number one, kids and all their logistics, number two, relationship, number three, and then myself last. And because I was getting the bottom of the barrel and I was not taking care of myself. I was not listening to what I mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually needed. The foundation of my life, which is me and my own well-being, was so bad that everything fell apart. And then part of my healing journey and picking up the pieces of my life and rebuilding was really about reprioritizing so that I and my needs is first, then my relationship, and then my kids, and then my businesses. And in that order of prioritization, when I say I come first, it means it's like put the oxygen mask on yourself first, coming first. Not that I'm more important than my kids or that I'm more important than my partner, but that if I am not well, nothing else in my life works well, right? Like if I'm not well, my relationship's not well. If me and my relationship are not well, the kids are going to suffer. If me and my relationship and the kids are all not well and suffering, the businesses are not going to go well. So this prioritization is really key. And Normally, I feel like I, at least over the last year and a half, I feel like I have done a really good job of listening to myself, staying really tuned in and focusing you know, on this commitment I've made to myself around keeping my well-being prioritized. That all is until like the last month and a half. <laughs> and so over the last month and a half, the month of October, especially, RT traveled a lot. I traveled at the end of September. RT traveled a ton in October. I'm heading into launching new stuff with Motherload. The kids were sick, you know, sickness after sickness because of fall coming. We had some childcare disruptions in October. Like it just felt like a lot of stuff started to stack up in October. But most of those things were still things I probably could have managed around in terms of still prioritizing my well-being. 
what I noticed in this conversation with myself the other day, looking at like, why am I so sick? And how did I get this worn down where my body would be this susceptible to getting super sick? I looked at everything and I realized I've been telling myself over the last month or two that I don't need, not that I don't need to, but that it's not worth the time to go to the gym or to go outside and do my walk or to take some time and do some yoga up in my open room upstairs and allowing myself off the hook for the physical well-being side. But I've also kind of backed off of my supplements because I felt like I was taking a lot of supplements and I wanted to reevaluate. And I haven't been eating as well because just all the excuses I've been making (laughs) about travel and busyness and just trying to get the kids fed and all of those things. And then I have definitely not been sleeping well. And sleeping has been affected, one, by, you know, sick kids, consistently sick kids, which is not in my control, but also this phenomenon like stealing the night um, where after a very demanding day or a day where I didn't have childcare or something where I feel like I didn't get enough done during the day or I didn't have any alone time during the day, I was allowing myself to stay up later at night just to get some alone time. And I wasn't actually using that time necessarily very well, but it was kind of that effect of I need to find time for myself. And because I'm not prioritizing it during the day, the only time I'm going to find it is after the kids are asleep at night, which just has the double whammy effect of not only am I not making time for myself during the day, but then the time I am making for myself, which is happening at nine or 10 o'clock at night, is keeping me up, negatively impacting my sleep, thus lowering my immunity even more. So when I sat down to look at all of this this week, it was pretty apparent to me how my immune system would have been, you know, knocked down a few notches over the last couple months, making me more susceptible to getting this flu bug that went through the house to the extent that I got it. I definitely had it the worst of everybody in the house. So not only, you know, did I end up sick, which I don't love to be sick as part of the mother load anyway, because obviously life doesn't stop when I'm sick. So there's still a lot for me to to need to take care of while I'm sick. But I missed Thanksgiving. I've been really short with my kids. I feel physically terrible, which I just, I hate, you know, like I like to feel good in my body. And it's taken me offline from work. I mean, I'm just today recording is really my first day back working after almost 10 days of basically not being functional. (laughs) So what I did was looking at all of this and feeling angry at myself, realizing that I had allowed this to happen in part because I have been letting myself off the hook with the discipline around my prioritizing myself. I did this little exercise of looking at what was the true cost of that extra time I quote unquote bought myself over the last month and a half by either not going to the gym and saving that time, not sleeping enough and giving myself more me time at night. So I added it all up and it's the irony of all of this is, and this is why I think it's important to say, and I, I put it on a post this week is, you know, so I'm, I'm typically somebody that goes to the gym or exercises five days a week for about an hour. And I haven't been consistent with that over the last month. So when I added that up, I was like, okay, five days a week, five hours a week times four weeks of a month. So 20 hours. Okay. So I've probably saved, quote unquote, saved myself 20 hours of time that I can work by not going and going to the gym. So, you know, in the moment I was like, I don't have time to go to the gym today. I want to work. 
that added up over the last month into about 20 hours of time that I worked instead of exercising. And then I added up the time, the sleeping or the not sleeping, I guess, and realized it was about the same amount of hours. So over the last four weeks or month, I've probably, you know, five nights a week, I've gone to bed an hour late uh, on average, trying to give myself a little extra time to myself those nights. So call that 20 hours of lost sleep or, you know, hours that I stayed up to do something for myself, work, read, whatever, that I should have been giving or I normally would have given to prioritized for sleep. So 40 total hours of time that I made a choice to spend on something more productive in my mind than on my well-being needs, exercise and sleep. So over the last month, I'm calculating my mind, okay, that's 40 hours or so that I've had extra over the last month to work, create, read, do things that felt more quote-unquote productive. That's 40 hours less of personal well-being. If I look at this last week in comparison, this was a holiday week, so I didn't have as much work stuff scheduled. But on a normal work week, 40 hours is about the amount of childcare that I have. So that's my work week. So when you do the math, I'm like, okay, so I saved myself 40 hours over the last month, five weeks or so in terms of not exercising, like not taking the time to go to the gym and going to bed a little late. And I've just lost that entire amount of time in trade for being down for the count, like half dead on the couch for the last week because I was so incredibly sick. I couldn't work out. I couldn't work. I also couldn't sleep very well. So Essentially, all of that time that I thought, you know, all the sacrificing that I did of those well-being practices in the name of being more productive and giving myself more time to work came crashing down (laughs) and totally was washed away into neutral by a week of not being able to work because I was so sick. So the moral of the story and the reason I think it's important to share the story is that the day-by-day decision to deprioritize your own well-being may not seem like that big of a deal. A day here, a day there that you're like, oh, I'm too busy. I can't go to the gym. Uh, I need to stay up an hour later and get this project done. That may work here and there once in a while. You may be able to smooth that back over (laughs) in the formula of your life. Over time, though, if you are doing that consistently, it will add up. And I have seen this in my own life over and over where, and this time was maybe one of the fastest kind of mirrors for me to see it, where just one month of getting out of alignment, one month of not prioritizing my own well-being, and I got sicker than I've been in my whole life and couldn't do anything for a week and not just work. I was a terrible parent during that time. I couldn't sleep. My family didn't go to Thanksgiving. Like I have missed a lot in the last week because of the incremental effect of all of those days of making one hour, one choice for one hour of deprioritizing myself in favor of what I thought was a more productive choice, I paid for it and then some over the last week. So all of that is to say, it's just a reminder of how important it is to stay in that daily prioritization of what you need for your own well-being, especially as a mom and especially through this time of the holiday season where There's so many additional demands on our time and our schedules. But, you know, here and there, I'm not saying you have to be rigid and inflexible with your schedule because, of course, things happen where you won't be able to make it to the gym or whatever well-being thing that you need 
you won't be able to get to it that day. That does happen. Absolutely. But over time, you know, week after week, if you're deprioritizing, deprioritizing yourself, it adds up really quickly. And then when one of these things comes along, not necessarily the flu, but any kind of illness comes along or something happens where your resilience is now lower because you have not been staying on top of keeping yourself well. And the effect of having your resilience challenged when you are already down is much worse than having your resilience challenged when you are strong and you're feeling good because you've stayed on top of prioritizing yourself. So let that be a lesson. (laughs) And I wanted to share because I feel like it's super important to be transparent about these things. I definitely have been lax on my rituals and my well-being over the last couple of months. And I feel like it caught up with me hard this last week having the flu and I hated it and I'm angry at myself, but it was a good reminder to get reprioritize and to really get intentional again about my commitment and my discipline to my what I need to know that I'm in the best shape possible as a whole human, like that my well-being is as well-tuned as possible so that I can be the mother, the entrepreneur, the partner, the friend, everything that I want to be. So I hope that it resonates. I'm sorry if you're going through it with the sickness. This has been a gnarly bug. I know a lot of us are sick, but this takeaway felt important to share. So I hope that it was helpful. And as always, if you have any questions or ideas for the podcast, reach out to me on Instagram. I loved chatting with you guys there. And of course, always thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and know someone else that would benefit from today's conversation, it would mean so much to me if you share this episode with them or even share it to your social media and tag me so I can personally thank you. As always, I am so grateful you're on this journey with me. And until next time, remember that even when the load feels really heavy, you are never alone.